Welcome into an all new episode of the Tailgate Podcast. It's great to have this guy back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ty had to take off last week to go look at some houses the and Dalton stuff. Approved. Yeah, we got approved. The horse. Uh, yeah, right here. <laughs> Stupid adult stuff. We're right in the middle of a back and forth between yeah. what they're going to fix before we get the house. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adulting. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we got his picks for last week. We went over that and all that. Uh, everybody had the same record. Yeah. We did have a couple Woo! different picks. Yeah. Duncan went like one and one in his uh, my, my rogue upset, picks. Rogue picks. And uh, yeah, it was a fun week of first week of thanks, football. Thanks, Tom Brady. Yeah. Actually, th- thanks for give, thanks Dallas for giving Tom Brady a minute and a half on the clock. Yeah. Also, th- ooh, yeah. No, go ahead. Greg the leg? Continue on. <laughs> just, just keep going. He's, I know, I know somebody down. else who I want to yell at, but I'll, I'll save that for later. Don't hurt him anymore. He's know, right sorry. here. Don't I was pulling him. for him, obviously. We, yeah, we were too. It was just... We're all pulling for him. <laughs> You're, yeah. Yeah, we all, went, <laughs> we all went three and two, so we're all tied up after week one. Uh, week one overreactions, man. They're, they're going to be fun this week. So there were some till... doozies of yeah. games that we did not expect to go the way that they went this Golly. week. Golly. Um, so before we get into our picks, let's get into some of those overreactions and tie. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Crack open. Crack it open. The shotgun headlines, which are yeah. week one overreactions this week. Um, start with the first game of the weekend, uh, Cowboys and Tampa. I honestly, it's almost the game script I fully expected. I thought Dallas would be in it till the end. 100%. Uh, Thought after everything I've seen this preseason that Dak would play well in spite of not playing in the preseason. They played fantastic. Uh, he looked fantastic. The second the points, oh sorry, the second the point spread was released, we were on the podcast saying, yeah. "Give us Dallas, yeah. give us the points," and Dallas is going to make this a game because this is an offense that people just yeah. are going to have a hard time stopping, mm-hmm. and it's really evident, especially, especially that Zeke blocks the way he blocked for Dak this past yeah, week. And I mean, so that, I mean, the Tampa defense obviously proves that there are no slouches. You know, Vita Vea is a monster. The edge rush is monsters. Mm-hmm. But in the same fact, like, Dallas still got him a couple times. You got, got him a lot. You know, yeah. like, it's just this team can't get moved on, but, yeah. you know. Ooh. Dak made some throws that, uh, like, confidence throws. The, honestly, his first big throw of the game out of his own end zone, long mm-hmm. Long ball to Amari Cooper on the sideline was like yeah. that was the moment I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, here uh, we go. He's, he's going to be fine. No rust. Uh, fantastic performance by him. But yeah, Tom Brady, too much time on the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost expected Tampa to be a little more rusty than what they were, though. I I do have to say there was there was that aspect of being a little bit shocked. Where I'm like, oh, cool. Like, they, nope they they came ready to play. I think the pregame stuff, like when after coming off winning a Super Bowl, and you get to like have that pregame, like kind of honoring the team and like. If there was any rust, it was going to be gone after that. I think that's the reason why we do see these Super Bowl teams in their opening game. No matter how tough of a team they play, and they come out and they usually look pretty, pretty freaking good in that first game. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of you know just a different energy in the building. I mean, yeah. it's that's just kind of how it goes. But I'll admit, uh, for as great as the Dallas passing game was, and that Tampa does have a great front seven. Besides the blocking for for Dak, Zeke did not look good. At all. Well, I mean, that's a really tough Tampa Bay front. Our offensive line did not, I mean, one side. One Without side Zach of, Martin hurts, for sure. With Zach Martin now, that right side of the line specifically, honestly, Biotis was actually the lowest graded player on our mm-hmm. offense, yeah. uh, which with how with the stats that Zeke put up, 
is pretty surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but he was that bad. It he was, was it, getting eight alive by Vita Vea. The, the fact that there were no, no, so for sure, many but it was offensive holding penalties. Yes. Is what said yeah. that that line? But it was, was it was struggle. just what what concerned me more though is even when he was trying to get an open field, he wasn't making guys miss. Like he looked, he looked so good in the preseason yeah. and training camp. That's like, not a defense that he was going to have success against with that O line. Like I, I didn't expect Zeke to have a big day. Oh, I didn't so expect like, a big day or anything, but still, I, I don't. Know. And, and this could very well be an overreaction, his, just like what we're talking yeah, about. His so. value in that game, with the, how the game script went, and they only rushed six times or sixteen times. Zach or uh, Dak checked out of twelve run plays uh, into passing plays. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's not like he got a lot of opportunities, but that is a defense where I didn't really expect him to do much, and his value was in. Blocking and he which did, yeah he did an excellent job of that. Job yeah. of that. The, the tape on that is and we saw how you know you had monster games by both Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and monster game by Amari Cooper. I think this is kind of where this Dallas offense is going to evolve to. Yeah, we're going to have a solid run game again most of the time, but they are going to be a pass first offense yeah. moving forward. Yeah, and that's maybe why you could see Zeke not be there next year, maybe because this is this coming off season is going to be the first where they have a real out in that seat contract. And they like Tony Pollard quite a bit. Exactly. So. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I do see them utilizing Zeke a little bit more in the passing game. It's just that sure. a lot of the coverages and a lot of the stuff that they had to do check downs too were having Zeke come up to block because they needed yep. that extra help and that chip. And, and that's kind of the way the game script goes. And sometimes it's the way the game script goes for Zeke. Yeah. I totally trust Zeke getting him in the open field, quick dump off against whatever mm. team, you know, but in the same fact, it just wasn't in the cards for him yeah. this single game. Yeah, there was a lot of plays where, like, yeah, there was a hole for a second, but before he got there, Indomitian Sue, Vita Vea, JPP were there. They like, crashed. They, they, there was not a lot of holes for him there. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to it yet, but, yeah, it is something to monitor, if, especially with how poorly Biotish played. If yeah. that becomes an issue throughout the season, might be seeing a Hawkeye taken in the first round going to Dallas. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tyler Wendell. Yeah. I will be pounding the table for that. I've already texted our family group chat about it. I'm like, I want Linderbaum if, if he yeah. continues to struggle. But I will say just one more thing <laughs> yeah. I have to say on that game. Just leaves such a sour taste in my mouth after the Super Bowl and, you know, a lot of the officiating issues that I had <laughs> in that. Um, that? To see the uh, that that game-winning drive for, for Tampa yeah. Bay be heavily influenced by a non-call in right. this case. Yeah, no that was... Absolutely a push off. Absolutely. Absolutely should have been OPI. Yeah. There's, and there's it's one there. where it's one where, you know, the the conspiracy theory community that have very heavily leaned into the Tom Brady favoritism, mm-hmm. uh, they've that's just more ammunition yeah, the for BJ them. theory. That's <laughs> uh, and that's two years in a row where our opening game is influenced by a non or a bad call on a, a pass interference. Right. Like a blatantly bad call. Because mm-hmm. last year it was uh, the Michael Gallup yeah. offensive yeah. pass interference that was a phantom pass interference call this year, not getting called. Yeah, yeah on yeah. the final drive. We were talking about obviously Dallas, not the Houston, Kansas City. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I was, yeah. Man, I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah. what? I saw uh, you get that Dallas opener. Yeah, yeah the yeah, Dallas yeah. opener, not the uh, not the yeah, NFL yeah. opener. The NFL opener yeah. basically kind of went off without a hitch yeah. last year for uh, for Chiefs and Houston. Well. Um, there were some surprising games. I mean, that that one kind of, I think we were all kind of in the wheelhouse. I mean, obviously, you picked Dallas, but uh, I think we all expected that to be a good game. There was a but, couple games that went not ex- at all. What? what? 
Like what the hell happened in the, the actual? Yeah. Yeah, what well, in the Fox actual Fox Trout fun. uniform Charlie Q. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say, Grant's not in here, but what happened to the Bills? Seriously. Let's get on the Packers first. I was going to say, we can go wherever we want on this one. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen Aaron Rodgers look that bad. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, like, at the end of the day, like, we're talking about overreactions, and I, I see a lot of people trying to crown the Saints and, you know, Jameis Winston and all that stuff, but, like, I don't, I still don't believe it. Like, no. And no, it's just like, a few weeks. But yeah. that's a great roster. You invented, exactly. inherited a great roster. And it's, it's Sean Payton who has shown to be an exceptional coach. Absolutely. Right. And I just, but 158 yards passing, like, five touchdowns. 38 to three. Yeah, 38. To, like, yeah. We thought this was going to be another Aaron Rodgers revenge season. And yeah. it might be a, like the greatest conspiracy theory out there right now uh-huh. is that he's ruining it from the inside. It, it is. Like, a, it is a re- the revenge season. Just <laughs> yeah. not the revenge season we thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the reckoning season. Last year it was the revenge is. season. He got his MVP and now he's like, okay, now you, you guys yeah. won't let me go. I'm going to ruin this thing. Like, this I'm going to force you bad. to put Jordan Love in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God, this in like... It was they did it last year. I think it was versus the Chargers, if I yeah. remember correctly, where they just felt like they didn't even walk out of the tunnel. You know, like they just like like meh, whatever. And you're just like you're sitting there. You have so many high hopes for Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. You know, yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Still, still really good. Look. Like they have a really solid team. Yeah, it, that's why it makes zero sense. Like oh, I mean, man. like could said, get nothing going. The Saints have a good roster, but I mean, it was like what a month and a half ago that we were talking with Zach about Jameis possibly being a bottom three quarterback in the league. And like he very well could be still, but five touchdown passes against a team that was in the NFC championship game last year. Who had the best, what best cornerback tandem is what pro football (laughs) focus and others rated them as. Jair Alexander was a monster. Not an overreaction. But who's been pounding the table for LASIK Jameis for a year now? <laughs> you know, it is it is really funny, I too. I see like, what you did with that one. So, <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, so, <laughs> just the foresight you have there. Uh, <laughs> Look, but, man. Like, this one, is... <laughs> but one person I do have to give some credit to who actually was really – like made fun of themselves and was willing to is Drew Brees on the Sunday night football pregame talking about is like in regards to Jameis Winston is like, okay, that downfield passing it. Maybe that's what the saints have been missing. Yeah. Like a little bit of self-deprecation yeah. there, yeah. but like talk about a comeback man. story, that hairline. Uh, but yeah, he's got the retirement <laughs> hair, dude. It's the retirement <laughs> hair. Yeah. It is the retirement yeah. hair. This is yeah. real. You got it. Yeah. There's the retirement hair is the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what, we lost our train of thought. Uh, we're talking about the Saints. Uh, no, we're yeah. talking about just the Saints yeah. and just the, like yeah. overreaction to how great they looked, oh, and an overreaction how terrible Green Bay looked. I mean, yeah. it's like, golly, how does Packer Nation feel right now? I, you cheese. I, I work with <laughs> whoa, Pack whoa. <laughs> I was making a lot wah, of we, had, we have a girl yeah. who like requested like one TV be on the Packers game. It played at the same time as the Chiefs. And I was like, ah, you don't need a game on. You're going to smoke them. Like, you get to play Jameis Winston. And she comes downstairs like, what's the score of the game? It's like 17 to nothing. I was like, oh, wow. Didn't expect that. And then she comes down later. It's like, dude, it's like 38 to 3. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, curse you guys. What is (laughs) happening? Discount double choke, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But the other game that we'd mentioned, the Bills, like, we, I mean, we've all been on the train of thinking that this was the year that. Yeah, Roethlisberger will fall off, and I mean, if you look at his stat line, it wasn't. I anything still, I still, I'm sticking with that. that. Oh yeah, I've been 
I mean, and I even people that all all off season. It was just that defense yeah. played. We talk how they played to the level of their competition. They played the Bills fantastically. Yeah. TJ Watt showed why they just gave him that fat contract right before week one. And, uh, like, just absolutely balled out. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about uh, Ben Roethlisberger probably starting the season a little bit hotter, and then as the age goes on and hits him and all of a sudden, he didn't look great at all. No. Their offense wasn't that great either. Like 160-some yards, I think, is what I saw and one touchdown out of him. Uh, The defense scored, or the special team scored a touchdown for them, and then it was all field goals the rest of the way. Uh, But... Yeah, you got to chalk it up to the Steelers' defense. They had eight hits on Josh Allen, three sacks, two forced fumbles. They recovered both. Yeah, the Bills' offensive uh, line did not show up. No, at all. No, that and I mean, it's not to like obviously week one overreactions. This could be something like teams to be like, all right, well, let's just pressure Allen. Yep. Uh, clearly, this offensive line doesn't have it right now. They they have to figure it out as they go, but. That's, I mean, if it's going to be that bad that early, like we said, this is a big prove it year. The last year was like, a, wow, he's he made up huge leaps and bounds right. from the his first year in the league and looked fantastic. Was an MVP candidate, but we've said since then, you need to prove it. And it's so funny it's, to think too that this, or just ironic that they're loading up on their front. You know, they yeah. went and drafted Russo. They got Ipanisa last year, who he's representing right now. Um, like they're going out and getting pass rushers because and, they know that that's how, as Tampa Bay showed, that's how you can beat the Chiefs. And their defense. And to think though good. that they haven't built up their own offensive line. Yep. I mean, no. let's be honest, that offensive line is not that impressive. No. And especially when you see what the Chiefs went out and did, like completely revamp to right. take care of their quarterback. And yeah, you just paid, all, like a massive contract to Josh Allen. I think now we're seeing what Buffalo is going to be doing next offseason. Oh yeah. yeah. And if they don't, I mean, that's obviously a big huge mistake. Dis- yeah, huge mistake. But in the same fact, like, their offensive line played really decently last year. Mm-hmm. And so we were expecting kind of some of the same things. But if, if you can't get any time for Josh Allen, even though he is a mobile quarterback and you rely on the fact that he can make stuff happen with his feet, it, it's different between making stuff happen with your feet and running for your life from stop, from the snot, from mm-hmm. the start, from the snart. From the snot? Uh, from, from the, the snarf, snarf. <laughs> um, From the start. I don't know where I was going with that one. I'm from jump, from the snap, from whatever, from the snark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're running from jump, yeah, it's it's nothing good, nothing good. No. Yeah. Um. Oh, man, I mean, yeah. Bills, like it was like, and honestly, like I'm excited to see them play Miami this week mm-hmm. because of everything. Uh, because I do want to see the okay, you got hit in the mouth. How do you now, respond? Exactly. Yeah. And like, do you You're come tasting out? your own blood right now. Yeah. How, what, what, what do you do? You come out, do you lay the lumber, and do you just show that this offense should be taken seriously and just uh, just go balls out and mm-hmm. dominate this Miami team? God, I hope so. I mean, that, and that's going to be tough because Miami is led by one of the best defensive minds in the league, and if someone's going to watch this tape and take something away from it, it's going to be for us. Right. Uh, and my, for my money, I think he's the best defensive mind that Bill Belichick has coached or it has, as who has learned under Bill Belichick. Scientist? He was great. Yeah, no. Uh, he was, he was arguably scientist. the worst. Yeah, um, yeah he, he proved that it, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to be a head coach, but you do need to know football. But, um, but he was a rocket scientist. <laughs> yeah. Was a rocket How'd that scientist. go, Ty? It went um, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, that's – those are two teams in that division who 
we think like a lot of young talent, but you need to prove it consistently. Right. And I mean, you had your year where last year mm-hmm. Patriots clearly down. They they have a lot of confidence in their guy in spite of a loss this week. I mean, they gave Miami this division four. Yeah. Be very yeah, sixteen to seventeen. The end yeah. of no, game. but yeah. that, that's what I was just gonna say is to like to you know like saying how are the Bills gonna respond and everything like that like. The Dolphins are far from the ideal team to mm-hmm. be responding against exactly. because of Flores. And again, we just saw what they did in New England. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that was a very impressive week one. Absolutely. It's a very impressive New England defense again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. Yeah, they loaded up. And, I mean, we expected that to be good. It's it's really on the offense to prove mm-hmm. if they can get and back to m- Not some that Mac Jones struggled. No, he looked good. Means. He looked solid. Yeah. yeah. It looked good. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the I'm really interested to see that Bills the Bills response to that. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that's one of those games that's going to be on full. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, I will have obviously all my streaming stuff going mm-hmm. on, but that is one of the games that I will be watching from start to finish because I want. Sure. I've invested so heavily into yeah. the Bills and especially like when it comes yep. to fantasy football and all that stuff. That is something yep. that I need to see now, how it plays out. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. Especially given who you know the relationship here, <laughs> like right. Grant's the owner of the restaurant. They're, they're they're a Bills family. Like mm-hmm. We got you know the Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes jerseys up on the wall behind yep. the bar. So yep. that'll be very interesting. But I would like to say like we, those are contenders we're talking about, mm-hmm. and then teams we didn't we had low expectations for between the Saints and the Steelers. Sure. Let's talk about another team that we had low expectations for, and they weren't facing a contender necessarily, but who just absolutely balled out, and I shocked me. And that's the Eagles. They went in and absolutely mm-hmm. blistered. The right. Falcons. Mm-hmm. Like, what in the hell happened? There is some life to my ticket of the Philadelphia Eagles winning the NFC East. Yes. And, but <laughs> There's we, not. Us, us talking Talk about, about a week one overreaction. Right. But, but we, we t- I mean, you had two rookie head coaches sure. in Nick Sirianni and Arthur Smith. Mm. And I would have, I, I think all of us probably mm. would have thought Arthur Smith was going to have the Falcons much more prepared than Nick Sirianni would have sure. the Eagles prepared. Oh, totally. And yet Jalen Hurts looks. Every bit the like the hype, you know. M- Matthew Barry for ESPN was super high on Jalen Hurts. He was telling everybody who would listen, "Yeah, go get uh, Jalen Hurts for fantasy." Right. And uh, here we here like I was in there thinking it was like, does Hurts even make it through the end of the season? I think uh, somebody on the Fox pregame said that they straight up don't believe that Jalen Hurts will be the starting quarterback by the end of the season. I'm wow. angry. I can't remember who it is at the moment. Good I want to say maybe Dave Wanstead I mean, or something, but that sounds like it's a long Dave season. Say. Dave, but, Dave Wanstead is yeah one of those. Well, yeah, no, are. for sure. But like, just wow. Like, yeah. no, it, it, again, it's not to make too much of an overreaction, but that's a very impressive step out of the gate sure. for the Eagles. Yeah. And Arthur Smith looks lost. Right, and it yeah. is a. Uh, Realtor, uh, <laughs> my real estate agent. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there is that thing, of, especially when we were at Center Block. I did say that you know, like barring a couple wins from the season, like we could be looking at Arthur Smith, Coach of the Year, and all that stuff. But with the way that they played and the way that you know the Eagles played, Sirianni's now up there. You know, like and and maybe obviously that is a very big overreaction. But I'm just saying, like, (laughs) not crowning anybody. No, no. no, But Arthur's like the one thing with Arthur Smith are people like, is he a true football guy or is he the son? You know, the the guy with a rich daddy who who was able to get him into the league. Well, he is that. He no, he is. (laughs) But that's one of the things we thought is like people were like, he got the Falcons job. Look what he's done with the Titans as OC the last couple years. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, hey, yes, he is a legit coach and. A legit football guy, and 
Yeah, first in the first uh, first returns not right. looking good on. on no, I th I think this is definitely. I mean, obviously, week one, but I think this is going to be a year where they very much evaluate whether they want Matt Ryan to be their quarterback. And and I, don't think they do. I mean, it's he's getting up there in age. Mm -hmm. They're not winning anything. Got to you got to capitalize on his value now if yeah. if if you're going to trade him. So. Yeah, it's it's it'll be interesting to monitor that, especially with how the other NFC East teams looked. I mean, Washington lost Fitzpatrick in He's on the first uh, series of the season. Uh, obviously, Heineke didn't look terrible. It's Heineke time. I thought that they should have given Boy. him a shot anyway with how they played in the playoffs. Last Agreed. Year. Uh, I he damn near beat Tampa Bay. Absolutely, it came closer than anyone to beating yeah. Tampa Bay in the Ryan playoffs. Hips tragic. <sighs> No, no, no. I've been on board with pretty much everything else. I'm not on board no. with that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Right. Uh, especially like we don't know the severity of it. I don't really want to poke fun at it yet. Because if it's a fractured hip, he's done. Yeah. For, probably for his career. Yeah. He's, um, on, he's on an iron. I, I think it's yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, so, those, and then, I mean, I don't do expect... Like. We'll, I mean, we'll find out this week because it is in our picks, Washington versus the Giants. In my opinion, I think now. I'll take the under. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the under <laughs> for sure. I'll take the under. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that, like, Washington's for sure not, like, like going to be a solid team. We don't know that yet. They still have the best um, front. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they're playing against. <laughs> the worst offensive line in the league, possibly. Who are they playing? The Giants. Giants. Yeah. Danny Dimes. Um, not, not this we game. got absolutely embarrassed by the Broncos. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> Good um, but yeah. moving on to someone who uh, we wanted to see in a different scenario, and week one looks great. Stafford, uh, probably the best roster he's ever had around him in his career, and he picked apart the Bears all night. And right off the bat, too, with a sixty-seven yard touchdown pass. Mm -hmm. Just oh, yeah. okay, there he goes, and. God, I love Stafford. Mm -hmm. um, and it was one of those things. Do you where have a Stafford infection? I do have a Stafford infection. Um, Stafford. That was better than that. Is, that is good. <laughs> <laughs> that good. More like Stafford erection. But, oh! Um, anyways, um, the fact that McVay utilized him the way that he did and then just like kind of called off the dogs and pulled him back and then just was like giving just little bits and pieces throughout the game and he was just excelling. It was it was great to see, man. Mm -hmm. Like And... Mm -hmm. The connection that he had with Cooper Cup, you know, Wide like that was. Please that. make that an all-season yeah. thing. Don't make this a week one overreaction, yeah. but please make it an all-season thing because I just love to see it. But guys, it wasn't blown coverage. He moved the safety with his eyes. No, it was blown coverage. Yeah, was blown he might have. <laughs> sorry, that was a Dan Orlovsky yeah. reaction oh, to the God. play, and people were like, "Dude, Shut he up. had 15 yards. Someone blew their assignment." Yeah. You can't get that wide open without someone blowing it. Yeah, it's just sorry. Got to put but yeah, I, I love the way Stafford played. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah. I with great play calling, great roster. I'm I'm very interested to see this Rams team grow right. throughout the season. And now just the experience on the field. I mean, mm -hmm. McVay is really really smart. We know this. Yeah. And now you have a leader on the field that's been through a lot. And seen a lot and played a lot. Mm -hmm. Best quarterback. That I mean, McVay's ever coached. There's a, like then this is like. This is the reason I like I picked the Rams to win the the, the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Like the ceiling is exceptionally high right? yeah. for what they can do, and then we did mm -hmm. see that. And, but I am still going to go with the caveat: they are going to go as far as that offensive line will take them. Exactly. You know, 
if, mm-hmm. if we literally, it could be any week where Andrew Whit, uh, Whit, Whitworth just all of a sudden falls off, right. falls sure. off the cliff. So. And I, and I mean, I'm, that's the part of the reason why I was worried about the Rams. And it was, yeah. the biggest thing is I see the NFC West being open because obviously Seahawks and I mean, NFC West and AFC West, right? They all went 4 0. You've got, yep. yep. Yeah. All, the West, all eight yep. teams are 1 0. Yeah, the, the West. The West is best. It's always been best on both, is what it feels like, you know. Um, but in the same fact, like, you're looking at these teams just competing and seeing how interchangeable all they are. It's one of those things where it's like one blown assignment on the line, Matt Stafford injured, even though he's a tough as nails and he will try to get out there. It's like, that affects the season, you know, like offensive line, not holding up completely shambled the mm-hmm. Col- or the, uh, the Seahawks season start last year when, when they let Russ cook and then all the injuries that happened to, and are starting again for the Niners, you know, Raheem yeah. Oster said today came out and said the season ending, which is not official yet. You know, uh, Jason and Brett, Brett, yeah. yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like, I mean, yeah, I'm very unsettled about that pick <laughs> for myself yeah. with the Niners. It's one of those things where it's like, once again, you fall in love with a roster and paper and sure. all that stuff. And you're just like, man, but yeah, yeah, like the Rams look good. Rams look real good. Speaking of injuries, no other team has been more snake bitten in the last few weeks than the Ravens. Uh, and last night they were snake bitten by some poor decisions. Uh, by an emo kid with eyeliner. I no, they weren't snake bitten by those. By <laughs> the <laughs> they were snake bitten by their own mistakes, yeah. not by him. Mm-hmm. Um, Two fumbles by Lamar Jackson in key moments. Um, that was a game where it's like, all right, who's going to not make a mistake first? Mm-hmm. Like, and who's going to make the worst? Man, moment? the Raiders. <laughs> they, the Raiders <laughs> tried awfully hard yeah. to make. Oh yeah, Both, neither team. Oh, my hold my beer. Neither team wanted to win that game. Hold my beer, Baltimore. Yeah. Like, uh, let me show you how to <laughs> screw up the end of a game that. Just, right. A gift wrapped yeah. first and goal on the one yard line in overtime. The, the one yard line? That's generous. That, that, yeah. That's generous for the defense. It was like the five inch yard line. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And if we were talking about before the show, if you didn't watch the Manning cast, they had Russell Wilson on in that moment on the, on the goal line. And Russ, like, kind of, I'm pretty sure he was the one that was like, what do you think they should do here? And then he like kind of like cringe. He was like, dang it. <laughs> run the football. <laughs> and Eli goes, do you run it? Do you think they run it here? And you know, like they should have run it four times. Like, I don't care. Four times with Jacobs. Just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That game was so ugly. And I, like it started out making me thinking like, Oh, the Ravens are going to just blow them out. Like it right. had that beginning to the game. And then, Raiders came back a little bit and like, all right, well, maybe it's just going to be a slap fest. And then the ending of the game was just like, okay, now it's, it was a yeah, shit show. it was a shit show of a game. And that's what you expect out of the, at least one of the Monday night football games to be, this is the first year and God, I don't know, even know how long we didn't get the double header, mm-hmm. but one of those first two games is usually like, what the heck just happened? And that was what we got. Out of the one game we got this year, thank God it was a game like that, especially as three guys who had nothing invested in those yeah. teams. Like, oh, I was I was invested in the Raiders getting the win only yeah. because to redeem myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. you need yeah. and get that pick back. And I mean, they got that win in they front did. of the Legion Legion Just Field win, crowd baby. for the first time. <laughs> Just win, baby. Yeah, uh, with Char- with Charles Woodson up there hanging out with Mark Davis. Oh my God, still the ugly with his man. white suit. <laughs> yeah, still that. <laughs> Whatever like the Chucky, Chucky, Chucky fucking, doll. Oh my God. 
Yeah, he that and John guy. Gruden collectively look like they're brothers and Chucky and like <laughs> offspring of the doll Chucky. Oh god. Yeah. The Chucky, uh, yeah. I'm just surprised uh, no one at this point in time around <laughs> Davis has been like, Dude, can you fix this? Yeah. Like just, just the whole just thing. All this. Yeah. Like, yeah, fantastic. But uh, let's get into this week's picks. Um, unless there's another game that you guys want to talk about, I didn't really. F- I mean, I the only thing that I wanted to shout out, and I don't. It's definitely. Oh, we didn't talk about the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. saving that for last. Anyway, yeah. it was like second on my list, but I, I was decided gonna, to go past it. I was gonna, yeah, let's talk about the Chiefs. Yeah, no, screw that. Yeah, I was going to jump in real quick and just say how uh, <laughs> much I loved the Cardinal Tennessee game. And I think that the, the only thing that I took away from that game is the fact that Tennessee went out and did their offseason and they still can't get any pressure on the football. And if you give someone like mm. Kyler Murray that much time to throw the football, he will dominate. He also had some plays where you're just like, oh, they'll get it. Oh, nope. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. It was that one play where he went from like both sides of the field and finally got the complete. You're like, okay, I guess nobody's going to get him in those situations. But that's kind of just Kyler. Like right. he always, he has one of those plays like that's, every game. And that's the only game they want to um, before the Chiefs. Cause for the sure. Decent to talk about. Hell of a game out of the Chiefs. I know you were probably sweating bullets to start that game, but man, it had like from the time they got down, I was like, I know how this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. Like I know how this is gonna go, and it <laughs> went exactly how. If you don't, if you have watched the Chiefs in the yeah. Pat Mahomes era, how those games go. If you don't slam the door on the Chiefs, don't leave double it bolt it, yep. and then screw it into the wall. They will find the world's smallest gap and be like, and Patrick Mahomes will just slide in and be like, what's up? Hey. What's up? <laughs> just, but here's the thing with it is the Chiefs then didn't, the Chiefs turn around then and didn't slam the door shut when they had an opportunity sure. to go up by two like possessions. And when, when the Browns played great and forced the Chiefs to punt, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was the Chiefs defense that made yeah. Dirty Dan Sorensen comes up with another, <laughs> not the, you know, flashy kind of splash play that he makes, but the impact that he makes in getting at Baker Mayfield's feet to force that errant throw mm-hmm. that ends up being intercepted by Mike Hughes to seal the game. Like, my God, it just, it's, it is Patrick Mahomes, and it, that, that is the centerpiece yeah. of the Kansas City Chiefs. He's the centerpiece of the NFL right now, let's be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but it's it's just other players on this team that always find a way to step up in those crucial moments, mm-hmm. and that's why you can really never count count them out. Like it it blows my mind how I just get to see this over and over again. And I I am seriously like after spending the first thirty years of my life watching absolute dog like just just always heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. Like the last few years play. have been just absolutely thrilling. Mm-hmm. Like. And I, I feel bad. Like, I want you guys to, you know, obviously, like, we love Dak Prescott and, well, Jared Goff. Um, but. <laughs> but, like, I just. You like this no, I, just, I think it's great. This, this just, it's, it's so much fun to be a Chiefs fan right now. And you know who it's not fun to be a fan of? Hey, we covered. Jeez, the Brown. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. I wasn't going to. We covered, damn it. I said I want we the success. I want the Lions to go get. Things. You've got those first round picks next year. Go get the quarterback. We did something. Ish. We, we did. We lost our Kuda. It doesn't matter. We did stuff. Yeah, he looked bad anyway. I'm not, not that that's. Yeah. Right. But no, it was. Uh, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland came out and did what they needed to do, especially in the yep. first half. Yep. Like. They threw their best shot at the Chiefs, <laughs> and the Chiefs took it. Took yeah. it on the chin and was like, 
Yeah. Well, here comes our haymaker. Uh, did you by chance hear the conversation that I was having with some random bar patron on Saturday where the guy was like, the guy was talking about how the game's going to be just like it was for the playoffs. And I was like, I was like, dude, you can be as wrong as you want because I was like, the Browns realize that during the playoffs that they can't finish the game 17 to 22 with Mahomes. So this game's going to be a shootout. Yeah. And he was like, no, it's going to be low scoring. And, da, da, da. and I was just like, I was like, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> like barring losing Patrick Mahomes, this game's going to be a shootout. Like, yeah. it is not going to be the defensive game that you saw in the AFC playoff. And overreaction, a lot of Chiefs fans flipping out. Like, some of my friends, like, this defense is horrible. This is going to be like 2018. Like, you had no Teron Matthew. You had no Frank Clark. You had no Willie Gay Jr. And you, get, like, you have to give Spags a chance to. Yes, the Chiefs, like, it takes the Chiefs defense a little while to get going sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, Chris Jones showed out, had yeah. two sacks, both very timely sacks. Right. Uh, and and pressures. I mean, another pressures. guy who just just Maybe continues to show that he's not just a returner. He's not just a gadget player. Tyreek Hill, like, yeah, my God, just another amazing mm-hmm. game. And then as in, as if like kind of a middle finger to the NFL. Yeah, he he turned around like he was gonna do the backflip and was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Actually, like, you're gonna find he's me anyway. Like, yeah, he gave the deuces, he's, but he was yeah. kind of hiding it a little yeah, bit because. Not me. <laughs> yeah, what a game. Good guy. Yeah, sorry, Incredible Cleveland. Crowd sorry, Cleveland. I told, oh, man, the crowd absolutely brought it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys aren't doing anything on on uh, Sunday. Chiefs cheerleaders will be at the well in Waldo uh, for the game. So. I-O. Yeah. Yeah, so be a fun I'll be night. working because it's the Ravens game. No, of course. Ravens Chiefs, so, yeah. yeah. Got to be here. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm yeah. Talking to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will be the punch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, now let's get into the picks. Sorry, now let's get I'll into the pick picks. Over you. No, you're good, man. Just kind of yeah, lost track of where we were. All right. So Thursday night football this week, going to be an ugly game. Sorry that we have to pick this one, but we committed to picking all the primetime games. Yep. And unfortunately, well, Thursday night games game kind of get like, huh? You can always add another game at the end if you want. Ah, it's fine. Let's, I want to stick to a consistent number every week. Um, so uh, Giants and Washington football team, uh, I, I expect the Giants to be a dumpster fire this year, potentially, and I think they will Which be. It's going to be disrespectful to names of dumpsters and fires. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is seriously. They watched what happened in MetLife Stadium on the other side yeah. with the Jets last year, and they're like, hold my beer. Yeah. You think that was a dumpster fire? I will show you. I mean, and they came out against the fire. The they scored that touchdown, and it was like, hmm? and Jason Garrett offenses, man. And it was just—it's oh. going to be the fire. Oh. Is the I thought it, so. Jason Garrett's been their offense coordinator for now. Now for like uh, 17 games, and like only like four games in that time they've scored over like 20 points. Mm. So that yeah, this is not. And they were still trying to work Saquon back, and that's sure. take some time. But that offensive <laughs> they're, they're, line's not good, and they're playing the best. Defensive line in football. Yep. Uh, and you've got Daniel Jones just continues to turn the ball over. Yeah. I think uh, Heineke will ju- will probably do just enough to. Yeah. It, I, I think it'll be sloppy and that won't necessarily be a blowout or anything, but I think Washington will win and it won't feel as close as Honestly, what kinda, the score probably shows. I kind of have like a big. Uh, J.D. McKissick game in this one. A lot of, like, Taylor Heineke dump-off. Oh, I'm going, yeah, yeah I figured. Yeah. <laughs> just hadn't written it yet. Yeah, Taylor Heineke dump-off passes out of the thing, just trying to keep the ball in That's what they did. That's they how they kept over. up yeah. with, Tam- with Tampa in the, yeah, sure. the wild-card game last yep. year. Yeah, all he has to do, especially in this game, is not make 
any critical mistakes and just let his running game and his defense control that game. And if, let's watch James <clears throat> Young feast yeah. this entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know how the next one's going to go, especially after the poor performance out of the Ravens. I don't expect a big like bounce back game from the Ravens. I think the injuries, they had another, it's I never really got to see who the player was, but they had another player carted off during the game. Um, and they like cut immediately to the players that they lost oh, over there, the last uh, couple of weeks, but I couldn't see who the player was. It was their but, guard. I think. Yeah. I know it was an offensive lineman. I just didn't, couldn't, I should have looked that up, but it, the, it, I mentioned it earlier, the injuries just seem to be piling up for the Ravens. It kind of feels like a Chargers season for them. Like we're just, they're not going to get out of their own way with the injuries. And uh, the bootcast, but bolt up. This look like I, I, they don't match up well with the Chiefs, and we've seen that over the last no. couple of years. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I'm I think going. We all know where I'm obviously going to go Chiefs. Going I mean, that. Patrick Mahomes is undefeated in September, and that's mm-hmm. going to continue on. Yeah. I mean, you were hoping to see, and we've talked ad nauseum about how Chiefs have been wanting that rival, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been that like, oh, maybe it's Houston. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's Tennessee. Maybe, maybe it's Tennessee. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's the Bills. And there's still that question mark here. And so you were hoping that, honestly, and I knew, and then we all know that the Raiders and the Chargers will always win at least one game against the Chiefs and it'll be ugly and crappy. That's what's been happening at least once every year. But in the same fact, you were hoping that this Ravens team would come out and completely dominate this kind of piss poor Raiders team and just didn't happen. No. They couldn't get any footing. I, I mean, even. Because of the injuries, I didn't think they'd dominate the Raiders by any means. I th- I did think they'd win. Mm. I but I, you don't know what to expect out of the running game with them losing so many running backs. And you, we were pounding the table for Gus Bus, but it was Tyson Williams who came out and was look, looked exactly why he was drafted where he was at. Right. Like I've been one that, especially being burned by, not I shouldn't say burned by it, but like. Picking running backs high, never a big fan of, but like taking them in the second, third round, cool with it. But this is proof that running backs truly don't matter. Because it wasn't the running backs that cost them the game. It was their running back quarterback yeah. that, that cost them the game, and it's two fumbles. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit, too. But uh, I have some things to say on that. So. But, yeah, I, what the Ravens do well are things that don't match up well with the Chiefs. <clears throat> like, they're good when they send everybody at the quarterback. And – Look at how Pat Mahomes does against the pass, or good pass rushes and blitzing. Like they, I think the Chiefs could go off and. I mean, this he got sacked good. a couple times. I think did he get sacked once or twice against? Twice. Was it twice? twice. Okay, one of them was straight up his fault because he didn't step in the pocket. And that's where he got sure. met up by, you know, the yeah, former he, one overall picks Garrett and Javion yeah, Clowney. It collapsed on him. And yeah. that that was literally had he like a split second earlier stepped up, that wouldn't have happened. That right. was legit on him. Yeah. But uh, also, here's like yeah, they don't Clowney for they don't have the shit beforehand. All the a bunch of the yeah. the Browns were talking shit beforehand. You got Owusu Koromoa came out and said, "Oh, I'm ready for Travis Kelsey." You obviously were not ready for Travis Kelsey. John you're Johnson, to you're going to bring in your vin, your vindictive vibes. Okay, even without the beard. Anyway, we, uh, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, definitely. It's yeah. This does not match up well for the Ravens. The Ravens look mm-hmm. like they're in some trouble, but I'll mm-hmm. touch on that more later. So definitely, oh, Chiefs. Good God, yeah, I'm nervous. Uh, Monday night football, uh, we got Lions and Packers and go loins, <laughs> go loins. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looking for revenge after a tough week one. We touched on that. 
I think I know where everybody's going on this pick. I fully expect a bounce back game from the Packers. I do too. Um, they, they've made their they've made this weird, stupid thing of just dropping one game they shouldn't really poorly to like, yeah. and just not showing up and walking down the tunnel. And I just if, I don't get it. If the Packers do drop this game. I'm fully on board with the conspiracy theory that Rogers is purposely throwing the season. Hey, it's time to wake up. And that, <laughs> <laughs> that was my alarm going off. Um, and I, and that's not, it's two 30 in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. right now. Just so, you know. and I so much, man, I really do want to pick the lions just to go again. You don't want to pick the lions, but start, no, but, but here's, but here's the thing is you this almost reeks of, how about you? Just make it seem like you picked the Lions, but don't actually do it. Like, this almost does reek of, like, <laughs> it should be the bounce back game. Like, this, I, I, it almost feels like we're going to be sitting here a week from now and be like, this should have been the bounce back yeah. game for the Packers. And this should have been like, oh, well, we rectified what we screwed up on in week one. And then we're, we're like, is it now still an overreaction if it's been two weeks in a row? Because, I mean, it's not like the Lions look bad against the 49ers. No, I mean, we look pretty piss poor right from the start. But, I mean, we kind of expect that with a new coach and all that system and all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's just – They still still hung in there. And that's the thing is they – like I I pounded the table earlier. We came back and we covered. Yeah. Like that's – and honestly, we were – They showed some fight, man. We were in there at the end at the 20-yard line going in, having to go for it on fourth down. Just being a touchdown down, yeah, for sure. eight points now. But yeah, that's know. I mean that's that's one possession. That's one possession down. Yeah, that's what you asked for. Yeah, um, and having a lot of pieces that we still need to rebuild. And I I love I I am fully on board that the Lions are in the right part of the rebuild right now. Yeah, I, I, oh, I think that agree. what you guys want to see this year is the team showing fight in those situations. Right. Uh, never looking like they're giving up on a game, and they definitely showed that week one. And this will be. A, a telling game for them because the Packers are a team that even when the Lions had some solid rosters, they and they got up on the Packers, they still had those moments where at the end of the game they just roll over and it's and Rodgers would just pick them apart at the end of the game and that might happen in this too, but like it's consistently showing that you can compete in the moments where you're you're down. This roster isn't great this year. This is the first step of another rebuild mm-hmm. and. I mean, we've been you want to see the talking about Dan Campbell and his sound yeah, bites and everything, but like, let's let's see what he can do. Like, it's it's way too early to judge this team. It's just a team that you don't probably want to be coming off, see them coming off of a loss. And it's and Aaron Rodgers, man. Like, he's, yeah, he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. They were they were coming out, they were coming in against a fired up 49er team that's finally healthy after all the issues they went through last year. And you got Nick Bosa back. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a talented Niners roster sure. with a very good coach and Kyle Shanahan. Right. Yeah. And you know the quarterback issues be as it may. And like and that's something else. Like a quick sidebar on where the hell did the Elijah Mitchell come from for for San Francisco? Like people were like, oh well, Mostert's you know got the injury issues. Here comes Trey Sermon. So many people were high on Trey mm-hmm. Sermon. And they and just sat him. Yeah. Just sat and yeah. They, they went with they went with Jamichael Hasty and Elijah you're, Mitchell. You're telling me that a Shanahan coach team is going with the no name running back. No name running back. Weird. Pissed off yeah. fantasy owners all over the place. Yep. You don't freaking say. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was mind boggling. <laughs> like it was just one of those things where you're like, Trey, and it's coach's decision is why he was out and yeah. inactive. Not help. Not anything Maybe like that. He, uh, can maybe, yeah. literally be he didn't look great in practice. That's, you think he called? You think he he's called, a rookie? You think Kyle called Mike? Called his dad and was like, "That one was that one was for you, Dad." Yeah. yeah. 
next every, game. Every nope. single sorry, every every single beat writer. I think that's kind of one of the things. Every single beat writer was all Andre Sermon's entire year, and how great he looked in camp. And yeah, <laughs> I knew but, you were yeah. gonna. No, I knew it was, uh, just want to move it along. No, uh, understood. Yeah, uh, Titans and Seahawks. Titans had a rough week one. I do expect them to bounce back. Uh, yeah, I, that's really just my only. And on that, like I uh, think the Seahawks I, I can be a pretty, pretty good team. Obviously, they won Week One, but uh, that good. Titans team, yeah, Carson Wentz. I just he I is who we thought he was. Before, before I try to bet on the Titans, I need to see them get some pressure on the quarterback. Better pressure on the quarterback. I think their offensive talent is going to carry them in some games, and I think this yeah. is, a, is a game that they can they can do that. Yeah, um, I don't expect them to start. I, and they very well could, but I don't expect them to start 0-2. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Um, Balled out. Only four <laughs> catches, but damn. Four damn. Catches under Were they four catches, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so I expect a bounce-back game out of them. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that one. Uh, I think it'll be a fantastic game, though. Ty, Ty has Seahawks. I have Seahawks. Uh, he gave me his picks before. Yeah, I show, well, so. I yeah, ah, I see. Yeah, um, strategy. Yeah, no, I uh, I have the Seahawks. Uh, I think that until I like I said, until I see pressure given to mm-hmm. the from the Tennessee front, I'm not in. And I, I, their corners were doing okay with coverage as far as things, but eventually that all breaks down because you can't have that much time as a quarterback. And I feel like Russ is. Uh, Kyler Murray as well, where he can escape the pocket, run around, and make things happen. So, yeah, I'm going Tennessee because they are the only ten I see. Hey, so. there we go. <laughs> terrible! Wow. Um, I quite ashamed of myself with that one. Yeah, it didn't work back then either. So, um, no, I just I like part of me wants to go Seattle because this is their first. Like they got 100 percent capacity back in the clink. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're the fans are going to be super excited for that. I think that Russ and everybody else will be pumped up because it was an impressive win for them over mm-hmm. Indianapolis. But I think that was also more so we saw what Indianapolis is going to be this year. And I think that Tennessee is going to try to control the clock. Just a lot of Derrick Henry. I'm not a big fan besides Bobby Wagner of the uh, Seattle front seven. Um, I think that's what they're going to try to do. I think we still are going to end up seeing some points. I mean, you're going to you're talking Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf against AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Yeah. Like, this could be I think this could be, be pretty huge, fun offensive game. Yeah, um, I think it come down to the wire too. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll Tennessee needs Car- Carson Wentz. How do you get like six years into the league and still don't know how to slide? <laughs> that fumble so that he had. We said that he's garbage. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. We've been pounding the table to bet, but like, but Tennessee- you're on like your bounce back season and like. You fumble the ball because you yeah. decided to dive head first. Like, yeah, te- even, Tennessee needs it more. So, yeah, definitely yeah. Titans. Uh, I, I respect that. I respect that a lot. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Another game I just wanted to pick, honestly, just because of how Kyler looked this past week. Uh, and not saying anything about the Vikings, but they didn't look great this past week, losing to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, who I don't think any of us expected them to be or expect them to be great by any means this season. I think we all think they'll probably finish last in the division this year, barring the Ravens, just injury issues continue to to pile up. But um, yeah, the Vikings, I expected them to come out and look at least decent against that team. And they really didn't. Right. 
Um, and Cardinals looked fine. Like I think that they could be set up to finally have like a season where they can push for a, pl- a playoff spot, especially with the expanded playoffs now. But I still have to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go cards in this game. I just, um, I'm also going Arizona. Yeah. I just I like what like we've talked so much about Cliff Kingsbury and what what he ultimately this is the make or break season. Seeing right. how how his coaching performance and I still see and we'll we'll see like I don't see them winning the division by any means. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, Kyler looked fantastic. Yeah. Kyler's ready to roll. Yeah, I don't like the Minnesota secondary at all. No. Um, it seems I I respect Mike Zimmer a great deal, but I think. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that experiment has about yeah, run, has run its course. I, and I don't want to be overly negative on Klingsbury and all that stuff, but in the same fact, like I see this starting off the way it did last year, where yeah. it's like the first four or five games, you're just like, man, is Arizona something? Yeah. You know, and you're just like looking at it, and you're like, Arizona, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. And then he does something stupid, gets his players in wrong positions, and makes some bad coaching decisions. Next thing you know, Kyler Hurt or makes some stupid boneheaded calls and late in game and they start losing games. They shouldn't. And that's yeah. what I see happening toward the end of the year is yeah. them just being in the driver's seat like they were last year. And then just brake checking the entire car and just jumping out and being like, ah, oh, we're going to walk from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This is a kind of a weird week for picks where there's not a lot of great like matchups to pick from. So like, we, yeah, we only have like one game where we, Titan Seahawks. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one that we have any different picks. So it'd be a close week. (laughs) Yeah. No matter what. Um, but moving on, uh, second week of college football. Uh, we only picked two games. I actually didn't get your picks for the like. I never really officially got them. I, I was wrong. I was I was Ohio State and uh, that's Iowa. all of us. Yeah. That's yeah, what all of us. Yeah, so we were all one and one in those. Uh, and and I, I almost got Oregon, that. Man. I almost got that wild hair just to be yeah. like, I like what Mario Cristobal's doing. Sure. Yeah, and I do too. And Eugene, yeah. so quack, 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 yeah. quack. Man, that was great. I've always liked Oregon as like a Pac-12 team. Yeah. I, no matter who was, even when Chip Kelly was there. Um, but man, they ran the ball at will. C.J. Burdell. Yeah. And they're welcome up, to Boston, the Heisman race. C.J. Burdell. Their Boston College transfer quarterback was pretty good, yeah. darn good too. Uh, Anthony Brown, Brown had a fantastic game against them. But yeah, C.J. Burdell almost had Brown do 200, <laughs> 200 yards of total offense mm-hmm. against them and like three touchdowns. And he had that 77-yard run on their second touchdown. I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to be able to do anything they want on offense against the Ohio State, State team. I mean, Ohio State did. They looked good, yeah. yeah they looked, uh, they their offense the looks end. fantastic, ex- yeah. exactly what we thought. I think they have the best receiving core in the country. That's just what I was going to say. Is yeah. I don't think there's a better starting receiving duo on any team out there uh, besides that, Chris Olave and, and, and Garrett Wilson. Throw uh, Smith – Najib, I don't know how to say is the second name, like the number one wide receiver recruit that they picked up. Uh-huh. Uh, he was actually their leading receiver this week, and he had a touchdown yeah. that I, I think that they're possibly three or four deep now with talented depth. Yeah. yeah, like potentially three to four first round picks. And there was that. that they almost came back. You know, like yeah, no, yeah, it was close the whole way. But yeah, they it, had three opportunities. It absolutely has to be said now. This is this does not look like a good typical Ohio State defense. Right. No, and they the, look like they've they made the playoff with some bad defenses before because of the Big Ten not having depth. But I do think that there's some teams in the Big Ten that can challenge them this year. Oh, do you? Uh, I do. I do. <laughs> the other game we picked was the biggest Cyhawk game in history, and. Uh, that was a fun one. Iowa came out, and their defense had one of the most impressive performances I've ever seen. Yeah. 
in, especially in a rivalry game. Uh, they scored 20, well, the team scored 27 points with only putting up like 173 yards of offense. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. The, this secondary is, in my opinion, could go down as one of the most deep secondaries we've ever seen out of Iowa. They have pros all over the field and their linebackers are insane too. So, um, yeah, the number five ranked Iowa Hawkeyes through two weeks. Let's fucking go. There you go, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. What a week for us. Sorry, Iowa state. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, oh, I mean that they smothered them. Yeah. It was not like, it wasn't, it wasn't like old where it was like, Oh, this is a bad Iowa state team. No, they, I think yeah. that they will have a fantastic season. Yeah. It was not, it didn't seem like it was no. that at all. It just seemed like Iowa was just like, no. I just loved that whole day. Like ESPN bringing in an Iowa fan as the guest picker at Iowa State. Ashton Kutcher showing up in a black and gold combine to game day. And then Corso picking Iowa, like and then Iowa coming out and taking care of business, winning their sixth straight out of seven years. Obviously didn't play last year because of COVID. We're going to be pushing 3,000 days where of, of holding the Cyhawk trophy and Man, game. and it's going to mean more and more as like, mm-hmm. as lo- as long as Matt Campbell is there, like this game is going to mean more and more as they play. Like the last, the last time they played in 2019 college game day was there too. Iowa state had hype that year. They just weren't ranked yet. Iowa came out and took care of business there. They've won five in a row in Ames and I'm, I'm going to pick them until they can, they prove they can beat us because yep. they haven't proved it yet. And I think both teams are going to have fantastic seasons. Iowa State's still in the running for the Big 12. They, yeah, I 100% believe that as well. And I think yeah. that as soon as they start getting some Big 12 play, you're going to see exactly what Iowa State is. Yeah. And it was. It was a really good defensive showing from mm-hmm. Iowa. And know. Iowa State. They yeah. held us to 170 yards of offense. Mm-hmm. It's not like Iowa just like gave up and wasn't playing. Like the, In the second half, they made it hard to get yards. And like we did a lot of punting. And that's honestly our punter. If it weren't for the defensive backs, our punter should have been player of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tori Taylor, who's like a 25-year-old Australian, uh, had an average of like 52 yards per punt and a long of 69 yards. Nice. Field position. Um, he's a field position <laughs> weapon. Yes. He is. And he's only been playing football for literally 12 months. Last year when he stepped foot in Iowa City was the first time he had ever stepped foot on a football field. Wow. Yeah. And he's the best punter in the country right now. In my, like, not just my opinion. Like, he is, like, the best punter in the country. But other game that uh, I don't think a lot of people expect to go the way it did. Mm. Big 12 SEC matchup. Soon to be SEC SEC Mm. matchup. Mm. Arkansas beat the breaks Mm. off of Texas. Nice Saw them spine. off. Yeah. I just, Horns down. Just nice little chill down the spine. Right? Yeah. Just like watching that game. Oh, like, loved it. And like the person that I'm talking about at the and hopefully you somehow hear this throughout your thing. The person, the lady that came and yelled at me about how I have to turn on the Texas game right now because Texas is one of the best football programs and this is the the you know, this is the approving game and they're going to take the SEC and her just being a very nasty word. Karen. Word. Yeah, Karen. Um, and it's like, this is, you're, you're, you're yelling at staff members. Like she yelled at one of my servers and called my server a bitch. Like it was like one of those things where you're just like, oh, cool. Like this is like, and just be better people. Yeah, exactly. Be better. But in the same fact, it's like, it's about the Texas game. 
And yeah. so when that score just kept going, I just kept being like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the whole Big 12 was kind of collectively laughing yeah. under their breath. They're just like, <laughs> this is what you get to look forward to in a few years. It was very, uh, very pleasing. It was, uh, yeah. Like to see to see that to see Iowa beat Iowa State and I'm just like like and obviously Iowa State's not going anywhere yeah. but just to see these teams that were picked ahead of K State and everything in the rankings just in the all the preseason rankings for the Big Twelve just getting humbled I mean partic- again particularly Texas that was just Arkansas is not even supposed to be that good no. and just completely embarrassed Texas and Sweet. I mean. It's, not uh, uh, people were so high after they beat Louisiana Lafayette, and now it's like, well, mm-hmm. not saying I'm be, and, and mm-hmm. we talk about early season overreactions. There, there's no not an indication of how things are going to go for Sarkeesian in this right. new t- era of, of Longhorn football, but maybe it is, right. and that would <laughs> just, just be never, so much fun. Just think about every see, coach because, that they've had, though. Like, they, it, there's always that moment where you're like, all right, it's it's going to be better though, because I'll look how they played in their first game. And then they have that, like every time they, they, they have that moment where you're like, huh? how did you lose to that team? Mm-hmm. And it's not, Arkansas is not supposed to be good. No, they were supposed to have a horrible offensive line mm-hmm. and yet Texas couldn't do shit against them. Yeah. Like you're talking down there in the heart of Texas and your linemen are shit are terrible. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing Sarkeesian needs to do is completely revamp that uh, the, the trenches on both sides Absolutely. of the ball, because whatever five they're going out and getting top ten classes and they're getting five star offensive linemen down there in Texas. Apparently, they're doing something wrong in training these kids because mm-hmm. just because to to the to that lady's point, they should be the most powerful football program in the country. They should be competing with Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson every freaking year more money with how much money country. and with how fertile the recruiting grounds down, uh, down mm-hmm. in Texas are. So many kids, like 75% of kids probably, and that could be an exaggeration. I don't know, but you talk about how many of these kids talk about growing up wanting to wear the burnt orange with the longhorn on the helmet mm-hmm. and then end up not, even, not getting recruited, chip on the shoulder, go to A&M, Tech, Baylor, TCU, somewhere else, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Oregon and Oregon shit. Yeah. yeah. K state. Um, like Deuce Vaughn. Hello. You yeah. know, you missed out on a gem of a running back down there. They had a stretch for like a combination of like four players that either won a Heisman trophy or a number one overall pick wanted to go to Texas and they didn't recruit them or recruiting mm-hmm. them, recruited them for a different position. Yep. Like, and how do you, they can't get out of their own way yep. at that point. Yep. And now you get, uh, in a couple of years, you get to go join the SEC. Yeah. Good and, luck, you fucking traitors. Yeah, and let's uh, you can just look at the record that Saban assistants have against Saban. Good luck, Sarkeesian. Yeah. He lives for beating his assistants. Yeah. He really does. So I, I, I think Steve Sarkeesian can be one of the most fantastic comeback storylines that we've ever seen, but... I like they has got a long ways to go with this program. It's one thing leading an offense where you have Alabama's talent. It's another thing going to a culture that's clearly broken mm-hmm. and trying to revive it. No matter how much money you have coming in, if the culture sucks, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So his first thing is he has to completely change the culture at Texas, which is what every coach since the Mac Brown era 
That's right. has tried to do and has failed. So I don't know. I, I don't have confidence that Texas is going to be even a remote contender in the big 12 after that game. Uh, I think it is kind of a three team race with Oklahoma, Iowa state and potentially Kansas state, depending on what you get out of quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I want to get into right now. Unfortunately, uh, you guys lost Skylar Thompson. It, he'll be back at some point this season, but that, what a gut punch, man. I saw that come across the screen and I was like, and I saw your text right after and I couldn't believe it, honestly, like that early into a game. Um, so rough. It just sucks. Like, and we're going to, we're just going to do things a little differently then. Yeah. Since we're talking about it. Uh, Cause it, it was, it was K-State was kicking ass. They yeah. were up 20, they were up 14 to three when he got hurt. And he was trying to do something that you love to see leaders do. You love right. to see quarterbacks do. And that was, we were inside their 15, inside the red zone. Deuce Vaughn runs to the left, mm-hmm. gets stopped, changes direction. And he's, he's running out wide to the right. Skyward Thompson sees this, wants to get out, tries to get out and lead block. Can, can you imagine how, how crazy that field, that, that stadium would have gone mm-hmm. had, had he laid out a guy that sprung Deuce into the, into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. Like that place would have gone nuts. Yeah. And then just to have your body betray you, mm-hmm. like you just see him hop and then collapse down to the ground. And he immediately knew yeah. probably done like, yeah. uh, because the, the most devastating moment was that. And I hate sometimes when the camera shows this, but they showed him on his back, clutching his face mask yeah. and his chest and stomach were just heaving. And it's like that dude is bawling his eyes out yeah. because he knows that he just, after all the hard work he went through, to rehabilitate after the separated shoulder last year and to come back. And then for that to happen less than five quarters into your new season, into your senior season. It wasn't, and it wasn't, he like, uh, he basically came back cause he got the COVID extra year. Yeah. yeah. He was technically a, senior, a last. senior. Yeah. Yeah. That's He's why I thought senior. like, that's so heartbreaking for a man, like to come back and be like, all right, I get this extra year. I'm going to use it. We're going to have the season we should have had last year. And then yep. the second game. And, and it, sucked. and it shocked, it shocked K-State. And you could see, because all of a sudden two plays later, we did score a touchdown mm-hmm. to make it 21, three, but then immediately like the team was just, it, it was, the team was devastated. You could tell you had a Deuce Vaughn fumble that was returned to the nine yard line. Very uncharacteristic of Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. And two plays later, uh, Southern Illinois, the Salukis punch it in for a touchdown. And then Will Howard badly, badly overthrow, looking like we did last year as a true 18-year-old true freshman, overthrows his receiver, pick six. All of a sudden, K-State is down. We were Because like, Southern Illinois also had a very impressive touchdown drive, and that was the one true touchdown drive that the K-State defense gave up all day. And because that is something that should be mentioned too, is this K State defense is legit, mm-hmm. um, but not Iowa legit. But uh, still, I mean, we're looking like potentially the best defense in the Big Twelve at least. Um, but it's just gut punch, gut punch, gut punch. They held through. They managed to get the thirty-one twenty-three victory. Uh, they got Nevada this weekend. But yeah, just what you said is it's going to come down to quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Can Will Howard show that he has made made tremendous growth from last season? Right. Or and if he hasn't, hand it over to the four-star freshman. Yep. Hand it over to Jake Rubley. Let's see what he can do. Absolutely. And it's the Rubley. The Rubley era could be starting a hell of a lot sooner than I think a lot of us in Wildcat Nation thought. But yeah. um, since we just already talked about it, might as well just do the toast. Yep. To, to Skyward Thompson, like absolutely, dude. Like 
speedy health, please, like speedy health recovery. Like I want so badly to see you one more time, get to go out there in the purple and silver, man. Cause that's, yeah. that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all talk about, and like you know, say, he's making a, he's making a football play. He's not like, he's, he's, got, he's <laughs> making a sacrificial or sacrificial football play. Like he's not yeah. like, he's not being that quarterback. That's just like, Oh, hand the ball off. All right. Time to hit the old dusty trail. No, like, yeah. yeah. Literally just, he is out there being like sacrificing his body and being like, I'm going to make this block. This is for the team. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, if that's something where K-State can hold on and make it through the season and, and then he gets to, you know, get a big moment down at the end of the season. Like, I, I, I'm just, I'm hoping that that's not the last, last time we see him. So, yeah. And uh, we said last week we're going to pick a, just, a, just a couple college football games of interest. Uh, I picked, picked out just three random ones. Uh, only one is both teams ranked. Yeah. Um, and that's Alabama versus Florida. Um, that's a one versus versus eleven matchup. Isn't there there one more ranked matchup? Isn't it like Auburn no? I mean, yeah, I'm just saying of the three that we're picking. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I, yeah. I I'm gonna be honest. The only reason why I didn't put Auburn and Penn State on there is I really haven't watched not, gotcha. really a whole lot of either team. Gotcha. Um, the teams that we that we're picking, I feel like all of us have at least watched one of their games, mm-hmm. like of of the matchup. So, uh, and I mean, just, what, I've, what I've watched at Penn State, I'm not like impressed with. So, yeah, they had a good opening week win against uh, Wisconsin, but I really haven't de- dove into that tape yet to see like how it played. But uh, Indiana versus Cincinnati, I think that's a cool uh, out of conference game, especially with how Cincinnati played last year. And Indiana, they're one and one. Obviously, lost the opening game to Iowa. Um, but this team had a lot of hype this year and this needs to be a bounce, their real bounce back game because their second week game, uh, shoot, it's, it's escaping me who they played this week, but they won like 56 to 14. Mm. They was a team that they were expected to dominate. So this is really a, a game that they need. I personally think Luke Fickle is a better coach there and they have that Cincinnati has just as much, if not more talent mm. right now than Indiana this year. So I think Cincinnati's going to win that game, but I think it'll be a fantastic game mm-hmm. overall. I'll take a, I'll take the Indiana. I'm you take sorry. Indiana. I'll take Indiana. On this cool. One. Yeah, I'll go Cincy. Cincy. I, I like what Cincy's doing. I really I, love. I like Ritter. Ritter. Yeah. Right. I like him a lot, and honestly, I like both quarterbacks. In yeah. Game. Penix. Penix needs to bounce back. He had a great year last year. Didn't look great against Iowa, but that defense swarmed him all game. So. Uh, he was running for his life. <laughs> oh yeah, and <laughs> was very that's not to say they have a bad offensive line. That it wasn't expected to be a bad offensive line this year. They just the Iowa front just dominated them. But uh, Nebraska, Oklahoma. I know you said you're going to be rooting for Nebraska for the first time in my life. <laughs> like because this is, and we've talked about it before. How I've said that this used to be one of the, if not the mm-hmm. biggest rivalry in all of college football. Yeah, and of course, conference realignment has completely shattered that. So I loved. When I heard that they were doing a Nebraska OU matchup for the first time in, in like a decade, I was like, "Yes, this is awesome." They're they're revisiting the like I think thirty, like forty year anniversary of the game of the century. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or fifty. I'm sorry, the fifty year anniversary of the yep. game of century from 1971. Mm-hmm. Uh, like thought it was so cool. And then OU, you had to go out and announce that you were. I'm not getting into that rant again. No. Not getting into that rant again. But yeah, I I'm picking OU because. Yeah, they're yeah, clearly the yeah, better team. Yeah, but I'm rooting for the Huskers. I am actually rooting for the Corn Huskers for once because I just want I want OU to get curb stomped just you, over and over and over again. You you know, for me on this game, Nebraska tried like hell to get out of this game. Yeah, they did. Even with like everything surrounding that game, 
50-year anniversary of the game of the century. Like, that should be a game, no matter how you're looking as a team. And I don't think that's the reason why they were trying to get out of it. I think that they just are cowards. I really don't. Like, I think that the Nebraska athletics department is scared to play these big matchups now Mm because they know that they'll get embarrassed on national television. And I can't root for Nebraska. I will not. I completely understand. And it's, yeah, it's because it's a rivalry. I, I, but I also just think that they're going to lose this game by multiple touchdowns. Oh, I think Uh, they're going to be, I think it's going to be like a 30 point blowout. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. I have nothing (laughs) else to say because I agree. (laughs) completely. Like, like, Oh, you in? Like, and, and here's the thing: is like, I I don't like I. It's not like I like Nebraska. No, I mean, no, I no, hate Nebraska. No, yeah. I grew up hating Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. And actually, you grew up liking OU. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yeah. I told that story, yeah. and so it was ingrained in me as a as the a, a kid with the, all the family from Oklahoma, and then K State. Like when K State, when we were rising up with Snyder, beating Nebraska was that was the like in '98. That was the the sign for K State. Like we've arrived finally. We we beat Nebraska. Now we are a top contender. Right. And so I've always hated Nebraska. But, yeah, OU's just pissed me off that much. Dude, I get it. I get it. Final game, uh, Bama versus Florida. Bama. Uh, Bama. Bama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's think about this one, this Bama. Feels just, <laughs> this feels just like the Miami game a couple weeks ago, or last a week and a half ago, I guess, uh, where – yeah, the other team might be ranked, but they're running into a buzzsaw. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I haven't seen enough out of Florida to make me think that I'm impressed by them at all. They, I, they struggled against one of the directional schools they in did. Florida uh, this past week, so I think that's going to be a free-falling Florida team here real what's, soon. Yeah, what's his fate? Their coach, um, what? Florida? I know, um, uh, Dan Mullen. Mullen. Thank you, Dan Mullen. Great coach. You know, last year, talking about how he was mad, at, he you know, couldn't have the fans in the stands for – I don't remember. I think it was the Georgia matchup down yeah. in. Yeah. Then it's like, ah, you're going to have your fans in the stands for this Alabama matchup. <laughs> and they're probably going to leave. They're probably going to be leaving by halftime. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They'll be heading for the exits for sure. Uh, Getting a good button yeah. on beforehand and just being like, nah. <laughs> End about their life. Uh, it is. A, there are other pretty cool matchups this weekend. So I definitely will, especially with me having, yeah. I have a Saturday night off. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to be in front of the TV a lot this Saturday. Yeah. Penn, yeah I mean, Hey, I, yeah. Penn state Auburn. That's, mm-hmm. that's true. I haven't really seen very much of them either, true. but you got a top 25 match up there and uh, see what, you know, Bo Nix and the Tigers yeah. can do. Yeah. I and, think, uh, I think the big thing for me is trying to see what's going to happen with Auburn. I haven't seen yeah. a lot of, like, no, I haven't I've either. Seen a decent amount of Penn state tape, but I've not seen any Auburn tape sure. and I'm not impressed with Penn state tape. Yep. And instead of doing a full grill segment, we're just going to do a quick charring on e- either side. Just quick a, cooks. Just a, a sear, one, sear one segment. Quick, quick, quick college football thing. Clay Helton was fired. Yes. Oh, right. The, the, we already have top of the top of the heap. Biggest college football job for this cycle is available two weeks into the season. And they should have just done it last year. Yeah. We said that. I think we were on record saying that last year. Yeah. What are you doing? This. They yeah, actually, anyway. the AD should be given credit for being like, okay, mm-hmm. we're, I'm, we're not going to wait to see how the rest of the season goes. We're, like, we, we're making a change. Yeah. yeah. And so that's where talking about this Penn Urban State Meyer. matchup. Urban Meyer, James Franklin's at the top of that list from yeah. Penn State. Maybe Matt he's Campbell. tired of the issues going on at uh, yeah. up in Happy Valley. Like, yeah. And the wild card, uh, this is an ESPN article, but wild the wild card that Aaron and I both saw, Lane Kiffin. I don't believe. I, I don't what believe if? That they could possibly. What if it's a different regime? No. <laughs> it's a different regime. Yeah, I, mean, I think the boosters would set, step in and just be like, no, yeah, no, no. 
we will pull our money. No. Yeah. They be, fired him at an airport and yeah, almost left him. Yeah. And almost left him at the airport. You're taking uh, the bus, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, the quick uh, grill segment. Ty, I know you wanted to grill the Packers uh, a little Packers, bit. Man, uh, once again, it seems like if they're – I mean, we'll see by the end of the season because if it is them completely destroying from the inside out, uh, Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff. But in the same fact, uh, Packers last year lost a really soft game. And mm-hmm. by lost, I mean got shellacked and then just got shellacked again. And so it just seems like there's like this, this – this, they have this like confidence in this air. They're like, we're just not going to show up for this game where the Packers doesn't even fuck matter. And they just get fucking beaten down. And honestly, like, yeah, as a Lions fan, I like to see it. But also in the same fact, you're a pro football team. Like, and Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be on his revenge tour. Do better. Like mine is uh Matt Nagy. Uh, it's, you have a top quarterback pick on your sideline. Andy Dalton is playing the way that he played this week. And you don't even give him a look. What the hell are you doing? You, oh, you gave him one look and he scored a touchdown. Like, I get you made a promise. Sorry, I said it to a, a customer this week. I was like, at some point, when you look as much better than Andy Dalton as Fields looked in the preseason, you go to Andy Dalton and go, give us a list of teams that you want to be traded to. If we, if you are looking to be a starter, give us a list. We'll call them up, see if they're interested. And actually, we'll try to do everything in our power to get you on a team that you want to be on. And actually, I'm pretty you sure don't have to keep these promises just because. Yeah. It's stupid. I'm pretty sure Fields was responsible for two touchdowns because he handed the ball off to David Montgomery once to get a touchdown, but then he also did the read fake to score a touchdown as well, or Justin Fields. So sure. the only two touchdowns. The only two scored. touchdowns were scored because of Justin Fields, if I remember correctly. Sorry. Side mode. Yeah. You got anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm throwing the whole AFC North on the grill uh, just because what is what in the actual fuck? Is happening in the AFC North. The Bill, the Bengals, and Steelers exactly. are in the lead at one and zero. Ravens and Browns are zero and two. Steelers didn't do what they thought they were going to do. The Bengals came out and shocked. Uh, shit, who do they beat? We Bengals, uh, Vikings. Thank Vikings. you. Beat the Vikings. But really, the two teams that I want to throw on the grill it's the Ravens and the Browns. And the Ravens because you thought you you thought your team was going to be better. Yes, you've got all the injuries at running back. Marcus Peters is injured, but. You, walk, you had a year ago, Marshall Gander retired, and now you've decided to trade Orlando Brown Jr. to the t- best team in the team that's in front of you to try to reach the so Super stupid. Bowl. And you replaced him with one of the, a couple teams the main them. culprits of the downfall of the Steelers last year in Alejandro Villanueva. Mm-hmm. Love the dude. Love that story. But great career. He got he got just Destroyed. absolutely owned by Max Crosby. And Max Crosby is not an elite pass rusher by any means. He's he good. Last night. He's he's good, and he's you know he's a a hustle kind of guy. He's a high motor guy, but that that's not a guy who should be going out and owning your right tackle if you if you really think you're going to be a Super Bowl contender. And so Baltimore, you're in trouble. Like, and I I told you I called this, and I think tomorrow like the 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 Lamar Jackson fumbles weren't just it were bad decisions by him, but it was also because their offensive line is so porous. So we talked about the Bills are going to be going, investing in their offensive line. I think Baltimore will be doing the same thing next offseason. Yeah. Um, and be. then the other team is the Browns, and it's because of just this, your, your sour grapes. You, you got Mahomes, they came back and won, and now you're sour grapes, so you're coming out and you're saying that, oh, well, you ejected our guy, blah, 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 and are pissing and moaning. The thing they're pissing and moaning the most about, particularly their center, J.C. Treader, is that the Chiefs assistant coach, Greg Lewis, should be punished. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but you're the ones that came out trying to be, trying to play some dirty ball and stuff like that. Cause there were some other kind of like, they, they just, I don't know. They, they, yeah. They, yeah. There was some questionable things. The Browns, 
looked like they were playing some just – it was overly aggressive. They wanted to try to dictate the terms. And, like, you still shoved a coach, a non-player, a non-athlete at this point in his life, and much more violently than, than he did. Yeah, regardless of and what And it was retaliatory did. for him being like, hey, get off my dude. And so – and just – Brown, you, you just – no. Like, calm, calm down. You're still a good team. Still probably the best team in that division, but – you need, you need to take it down a notch. I mean, we saw last year with the reactionary thing of, you know, Miles Garrett. You know, it's like one yeah. thing. Yep. All right. Uh, great first week of NFL football. Football's back, baby. About it. Very Thank entertaining. You. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, tune in next week for more football. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys.